What's going on, spooky fans? This is your chillin' host, Ruben. Who's the dummy now? I'm Quinn. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to another week of uh, Spooky Husband Mystery Hour, where if this is your first time joining us, because I've actually been talking about it a lot to a lot of new people, uh, welcome. Welcome, spooky fans. Auf Wiedersehen. Oh, wait, that's goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Guten Tag. Yeah, I was like, don't talk goodbye just yet. But, uh, but welcome, join us, and uh, fantastic. You guys came on a great week, because I know... Uh, I <laughs> you gave it out a great week. Sorry, I uh, had a brain fart there. But we have a great movie in store for you today for this week. I I enjoyed it. I thought this movie was actually pretty good. I love the story and I love the premise of it. It was really good. I didn't like it. You didn't you didn't like it? Scared you? A little bit. Just made you I'm glad we watched it during the day. <laughs> I really wanted to watch it last night. I'm not gonna lie. Like I wanted to watch it like at two in the morning. Yeah, we wouldn't have lasted. <laughs> I'm old. I'm not starting any activity past ten p.m. <laughs> That's awesome. I actually post. Oh, I hope everybody really liked the uh, viral picture that I posted. That actually is one of my favorite horror movie style memorabilia things. I love that shirt. I wish that still that store was still open. Oh yeah, same over there in Galveston. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm sure we can find it. But I was like gonna say uh, the Elvira store has got everything. Yeah. But anyways, uh, what else is your favorite memorabilia? Do you have a, a favorite horror memorabilia thing that you? we have? Um, I think I would have to say the autographed picture of uh, Tim Curry as Frankenfarter. I personally didn't get it uh, autographed from him, but I did buy it uh, from a shop in Hollywood. Uh, where that I was got, autographed. Yeah, and yeah. I got the the script, the original script of Titanic there too. Very cool, very cool. See, we have a bunch of stuff, but show us what you guys love. Uh, yeah, your favorite horror yeah, movie favorite stuff. Yeah, favorite horror stuff. I'm going to keep posting pictures later on this week of everything, too. Maybe drop a little hints to some other movies if, I don't know, if we figure out what movie we're going to go with next. But anyways, this week's movie, my pick, was actually Dead Silence from 2007. <laughs> this movie starts off, to me, with a misdirect. Okay. Okay, great. This movie starts, there's something about the eyes in the movie and they mention it in the very beginning um lisa says oh the eyes are so lifelike so you're thinking is it the eyes but they also start the movie with that weird um ventrilo- where the word ventriloquism comes from yeah oh was it stomach soul or stomach talk yeah it, it's the Latin word for it i believe they said it was was ventro ventro and what that means is a spirit is communicating you through your stomach. So you know how your stomach grumbles? Mm-hmm. Like it's hungry and stuff? It's apparently that's somebody talking to you. Yeah. Your soul. Yeah. Your, your soul's talk from the stomach. That's so that's right. where they got ventriloquist from. Yeah. And also I would figure that's where they got the uh, the saying, um, to warm a person's heart is through their stomach. Or to... Way to way a man's heart is through his stomach. Yeah. I find that it's actually best to go through the third and fourth rib. <laughs> You're such a dork. <laughs> but anyways, if you haven't seen this movie, check it out. I actually own the movie, but it is available, I believe, on Amazon um, and YouTube. Not really sure, though. You may have to pay for it, though, or rent it. It's not a bad rent. But anyways, the movie starts off, like you said, going over that the word ventriloquism, what it means, what it's going on. And then we meet our star of the movie, um, I already forgot his name because I'm thinking of his actual name. His name's Ryan Quanton in real life. Thank you. Yes, from Jamie. Yes, thank you. See, I 
have these notes, but I didn't even, I'm not looking. But yes, we have Jamie, and which is played by Ryan Quanton. He is famous for True Blood. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, it's awesome to see him here. Did you notice that throughout the movie, you could hear his accent coming through? His, a lot. his little yeah. Australian accent slips a little yeah, bit. <laughs> a lot. I was like, that's so awesome. But anyways, it starts with Jamie and his wife in the apartment. Jamie's fixing a, a sink. And they get this strange package, which is a huge package, by the way. <laughs> but on don't. And <laughs> I love strange, huge packages. <laughs> and he brings it inside, and it's a ventriloquist doll. Why did we open it? Why I'm wouldn't d- you open it? I, think of when this movie came out. 2007. 2007. Okay. We were still in the throes of people getting anthrax in the mail. Oh, whatever. I'm not opening it. I ask you if there's... When, you, when I come home, really... there's a package on our fort porch. I ask you, who did this come from? No, you don't. No, you do not. Or you tell me who it's coming from before we before I get home. You're like, oh, hey, there's a package coming. Okay, that... Uh, yes, that is true, but no. Um... Well, anyways, but no, yeah, I would open the package. I'm sorry. I want to see what this thing is. So he opens it up, and it's a ventriloquist doll. Of course, Lisa grabs it and automatically starts playing around with it, and it's like, oh, Lisa wants food. Lisa wants Chinese food. (laughs) You know, just kind of messing around. And he has this weird, I guess, vibe. Yeah, he's like, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. I I don't remember this. And he starts reciting this little scary tale poem thing yes um, but he can't remember it and the cool thing that you actually start to realize is that him and lisa came from the same town because she's like oh yeah i remember that that story what they told us in town it was um mary shaw had no children and only dolls blah 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 where the stare of mary shaw she had no children only dolls yeah and that's all she can remember yeah that's all that they both can remember and so he's like okay whatever well i'm gonna go get chinese food i'll be back and everything and lisa Woman after my own heart here, because the first thing she thinks of is, how am I going to scare Jamie when he gets back? 100% me, Spooky fans. Yeah, 100%. 100%. No, anything I can do to freak out Quincy. Uh, cute. I'd be more than happy to. But she's setting it up, and as she's setting it up, of course, it's starting to rain outside, and for some weird reason, the audio goes out, or she sounds like she... Yeah, she, went, she has went, a... A kettle, deaf. and she can't hear it anymore. Yeah. She's deaf all of a sudden. Yeah. It's almost like it's dead silent. Ooh, oh, drink. <laughs> that would be a good one. That's a good <laughs> little shot there. But, yeah, so everything goes completely silent, and she starts kind of freaking out, and she sees the doll move. She sees the doll's head move in the flash of the light, and she's like, what the hell? Out so immediately. She starts, she starts then hearing children's voices and again, another thing for me, nope, I'm out. I'm gone. I don't care. I'm out. <laughs> little little demon child can go away. Peace out. <laughs> well, she goes into the room that she's hearing this voice, and somehow the sheet that she covered the, the ventriloquist doll with covers her, and somehow somebody starts attacking her, and we see that it's – we think it's it's the doll – because like you see the little hands move and and all and honestly to me the sound that they used it very much sounded like knives like a blade almost okay I thought so too yeah that's what I thought I thought she was getting stabbed but she ends up getting thrown halfway across the uh, the apartment room Jamie comes back and he finds her dead with her jaw broken and her tongue missing mm-hmm. so of course he calls the cops she looks like a ventriloquist dummy yeah yeah pretty much. And so we find out that the cops take him in, everything like that, and 
everybody's like, no, it can't be him. Why would he kill his own wife? Why would all this stuff like that happen? I love this cool How effect kill his wife? that they did at the beginning of this movie, and they only did it at the very beginning. That I thought was really cool. So you see him staring at his wife's body, and it zooms in on his eye, and as it zooms out, it's him sitting in another spot. Yeah. And then it zooms back in, and when it zooms out, he's somewhere else. I thought that was really cool. I like really like that effect. Yeah, that was actually really neat to kind of keep the story going, mm-hmm. keep the the tale from like okay, three days later, travel down the road, you know. Yeah, it's it was, him at, watching his wife, and then it's him watching them load the body up, and then it's him at the police station. It wasn't a very interesting time lapse mm-hmm. that they did effect there, and so from that. Again, everybody at the police station is like, no, he couldn't have done it. Except for one officer. That was Detective Lipton? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah, exactly. Donnie Wahlberg. Oh, yeah, that's right. I didn't realize that was him. He did a couple of horror movies in, yeah. the, in the mid-2000s. Yeah. Because he did Saw 1 and 2. That's right. See? Okay. Or Saw 2 and 3. He wasn't in 1. He was 2 and 3. Wasn't he? No, that's right. He wasn't in one. He was in two and three. Okay, okay. I'm following you now. I'm following you. Because he was the detective. Yeah. Well, Detective Lipton is pretty much telling him, like, you know, I don't buy it. You're public enemy number one in my book. Why'd you kill your wife? All this stuff like that. And he tells him, hey, I can't keep you here right now, but don't leave town, pretty much. And so what does Jamie do? He leaves leaves town. town. He takes the doll and he goes, well, sorry, let me backtrack, spooky fans. He goes back to the apartment and finds that the case is a little ripped on the inside of the lining and he starts ripping the lining out because he's looking for like a card or something to find out who sent him this and he sees a giant poster of mary shaw the famous ventriloquist with billy and we find out that that's the ventrilo- that's the dummy's name the doll's name billy 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 the doll and so from there he takes the doll and he goes back to to ravensfield Raven's Fair. Raven's Fair. Raven's Fair. <laughs> Raven's Fair, where he was born and everything. And he goes to go see his father first. Okay. Did you see the cool effect again in this spot? When he drives past the welcome sign to town, he's driving over a bridge. Mm-hmm. And the camera shifts to look at the the photo of the town. It's like a they have a drawing of the town on the town placard. Uh-huh. And it zooms in on the welcome to Raven's Fair. It's quiet here. And it shows his car driving across the bridge in the picture on the sign. Oh, shit, I didn't see that. Yeah, that's why I I brought that effect up. Because I thought it was super cool that there's several times in this movie where it's an effect inside of something you're watching. That's dope. Uh, Yeah, I didn't even notice that one. But uh, he goes to go see his father. And he runs into his new stepmother, Ella. (laughs) Who is like five. (laughs) She's his age. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And she automatically welcomes him with open arms and is like, oh, it's great to see you. And he's like, who the hell are you? Like, I have no idea who you are. And she's like, oh, I'm your new stepmom. Come on, your dad's had a sh- stroke. Or your dad's not the same dad as he was before, you know. He's changed a lot. And Jamie goes up to go see his father and finds him in a wheelchair. And which is really strange because did you notice how he looked? He looked dead. He looked dead. He looks disgusting. And I'm just going to say this. I'll be damned, and I want this. This is on record. This is being recorded, Ruben. If I have a stroke and you trollop me around in a three-piece suit, I'm going to be pissed. No, you'll probably be in like a Hawaiian shirt with flip-flops and shorts. Let me live after stroke as I lived before stroke. (laughs) (laughs) Flip-flops, shorts, and a tank top. (laughs) A three-piece suit, that's ridiculous. Yeah, but do you... but. We'll touch on that. We'll touch on that later because yes. I actually have that written down as to go over and talk about later on. 
three-piece suit. But anyways, so the dad starts apologizing and says, you know, I wasn't the best person in, in life and I'm sorry. And, you know, I'll make arrangements for your for your wife. And Jamie's like, no, I don't need your help. You know, you've never been a part of my life anyways. I can do it all myself. So he leaves and we see him go to the funeral home next where we meet Henry, the funeral director. They start talking about caskets and everything in that nature. And he kind of is a little weird and awkward about it because later that night he goes to pick up the uh, the body. He goes to go pick up Lisa. And he sees how the condition Lisa's in and you automatically can tell he knows something. This picture, this camera that he uses, his 19 Dickety 2 flashbulb camera that he uses to take pictures of this body, it was weird. It was this sounds very strange. I mean, it's an old town. Old ways, maybe? Yeah, there's something very strange about this town, and I need everyone to know that. Well, I mean, we might find out. Maybe, maybe not, Spooky fans. So from there, we kind of see Jamie in a hotel room. A hotel, motel, one of those ones. And he's got, he still has Billy with him. He still has Billy. He's kind of taking him everywhere, and which is just, I don't know, it's creepy. It is very creepy. It's very creepy. Okay, dolls freaking Leave him in the car. Billy looks like Slappy to me from Goosebumps. Mm-hmm. You know? And from there, we kind of see our first pictorial of Mary Shaw, the ghost. We see Mary Shaw we for the see first time. We see Mary Shaw for the first time. And she's creepy as fuck. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she is. And from there, you know, he kind of wakes up. He doesn't scream. He doesn't do anything. He's just like, ah, kind of thing. You know, doesn't have a big mouth open. And yeah, because you can't scream. You can't scream. Get you. And so he turns on the light and doesn't see anything. So from there... He goes back to, um, where does he go? Oh, sorry. From there, they have the funeral, and they, they bury his wife, Lisa. Yes. And that's where we actually find out Henry's wife, the, the coroner's wife, mm-hmm. or the, the mortuary. His wife's not all there. It looks like she had a mental breakdown or something, and she's telling Jamie, you have to bury the doll. You have to bury the doll. She's here. She's, she's got to find you. She's She's around. You have to bury the doll. And Marion, the the wife, shows Jamie where the the cemetery is. <clears throat> Sorry. Bless you. Thank you. He's she shows him where the cemetery is of where Mary Shaw lies with her hundred and one children. Not Dalmatians. Mm no. Her one hundred and one dummies. Dolls. Careful, they'll come after Dolls. you. They don't like to be called They don't like to be called dummies. Anyways, so from there, Jamie starts doing some more research and what the whole supernatural superstition story of Mary Shaw is. He finds, well, actually, no, later that night, he takes Billy back and goes and buries him back in the graveyard. And is like, you know what, whatever. And this is where you can start seeing more little supernatural things. Billy's head starts to move a little bit more. Everything starts changing. He gives changing. him the best side eye when they're driving down the highway. It's just a dummy giving Jamie side eye. And you just said supernatural. This movie really made me want to watch re- rewatch Supernatural. Same. Show. Yeah, no, I agree. I want to re-see some of the episodes just so I can be like, yeah, go salt and burn the body. Exactly. <laughs> but also, really quick. I'm sorry, I would probably have the dummy in the front seat with me, not in the back. I, I've seen enough Child's Play where... I'd have that motherfucker wrapped in duct tape in the trunk, away from me. No, and I, away again, from controls. No, I would have it right there in the front with me, just so I could keep an eye on it kind of thing. Because I would... No. it. There, there's too many things that always happen with it, and I am not going to be 
messing with that right now. No, trust no bitch. Exactly. And so from there, he pretty much thinks he's got it done. You know, hey, I buried this doll, you know, supernatural thing, super superstition story of the town. You know, it's kind of done and laid to rest. Well, Detective Lipton comes in and he's like, hey, I told you not to leave town. And he redug up Billy. And put him in his hotel room. Put him in his hotel room. It was a little joke. But from there, Jamie starts to tell Lipton again, hey, this is a supernatural story. There's a story of Mary Shaw, of what's going on, of, of everything. So Detective Lipton's like, yeah, okay, I don't believe you. I don't believe in ghost stories. You killed your wife. Why is the town protecting you? Who are you to them? He's like, the town doesn't know me. The town doesn't give two shits about me. They're scared. They're scared of Mary Shaw kind of thing. And from there, Detective Lipton goes to Mary Shaw's grave, where uh, the rest of the dolls are supposed to be, and Jamie goes to the funeral home and is like pretty much hounding Miriam, the the, Miriam, the yeah. wife, of how do you know what's going Like, what is this? What, what can you tell me about this doll? What's going on? And Henry's like, hey, we, we don't talk about that. You know, it's best to lay, let things rest, you know? And he's like, well, whatever, whoever did this or anything like that, it's not funny. It's, you know, they killed my wife. I need to find out who killed my wife. So that's when we start getting the backstory of Mary Shaw, which I think is an awesome backstory. Too, I love this, this little, so what they did was they kind of, it was it wasn't him telling the story, but you see him kind of de-age reliving the story because yeah. we find out that Henry actually has a memory of meeting Mary Shaw for one of the first times whenever he was a kid. Can we talk about this theater they built for her? Right on a lake. You have to cross a bridge to get to it. It looked uh-huh. fancy as shit. I would have loved to have gone. Right? I would have loved to go see that. I would still love to go see that broken down. Absolutely. You know, in a heartbeat. Let's get the camera and let's go. But anyways, Henry starts telling him that long time ago in the Golden Age, there was a, a show of Mary Sean and her famous uh, ventriloquist dummy, or puppet, Billy. Billy. And they get to it, and you start seeing the ventriloquist's, uh, Mary Shaw's performance, you know, when she gets interrupted by a heckler in, in the crowd. I need to backtrack a little bit. Okay. She opens her show. By asking where Billy is, because Billy's not on in his box with her. Yep. And she's like, Billy, where are you? Where are you? And you hear his voice come out from the crowd, and he is underneath <laughs> the coroner's, or the young, Yeah, young Henry's seat. Yeah. I would have shit myself to death <laughs> if that happened to me. And the way she talked to him, too. Come here, young boy. Bring him, bring him up to me. Nope. Like, I know Mm-mm. this is a horror movie, but... Reliving a memory like that? That's just creepy as hell. Mm-mm. Hell no to the na na na. But, yes, yeah, so whenever Henry brings the doll back up to Mary Shaw, she starts going through everything, and she gets interrupted by a heckler. And we find out that this heckler is... Heckler. Oh, not heckler. Heckler is... His name was... Michael. Michael Ashen. Okay. And he pretty much is this, is this snotty kid that's like, I can see her lips moving. She's a fake. She's a fraud and everything. And she kind of has like this own little mental breakdown where she's like, 
you, who's the dummy now? Who's all this? Yeah. And, She's like, Billy's a real boy. Yeah. And she pours off this great little performance of both of them talking at the same time, which that's always so cool. That I, is I've seen, incredible. I've seen Jeff Dunham do it too and stuff like that. And that's just, that makes you think like. See, it's so weird. It? I don't mind his dummies. Well, because I think he's more comedy style than. Yeah. Than actual. And like, his aren't trying to be lifelike. Yeah. His are like living cartoons. I hate a lifelike dummy. It freaks me the fuck out. Oh, I mean like the one that we have on the fridge? No, she's a kitchen witch. She's oh, fine. Oh, okay. She's <laughs> no, those reborn dolls. Oh, I know what you're talking me about. the fuck out. A, a girl I go, went to high school with, I think, does them now. Really? And I'm like, I don't know how you do that. It's so weird. <laughs> those are really kind of weird and creepy. Where were we? Oh, yes. So... The, the kid ends up interrupting her. She shows how she pretty much shuts him up, like shows off to the crowd of how great she is and stuff like that. Well, a couple of days later, he goes missing, hmm. and they're never able to find him. And hmm. from that, after that, they find Mary Shaw dead. So the town is just like, hey, we don't know what happened. We don't know what's going on. Just let him, just let it be. Kid went missing. Mary Shaw went missing. Yeah, whatever. Cool, hmm. cool, cool. And. Henry's telling us that his father was also a funeral director and was filling her last will, her last will requests. The first part of the request was that she wanted to be buried with all 101 of her dolls, her children, because as we know from the nursery rhyme, Mary Shaw had no children, only dolls. And her second request was that she be made into a doll. I need you to describe my face right now. You have such a... Because I hate it. Oh. I hate this idea. I hate that it was followed through with, and I hated having to see it. So I, I wonder about that. You know, if a person does request it and they're dead, do you have to fulfill the request? Mm-hmm. Really? Most of the time, yeah. I mean... Unless you, it's illegal. And if they don't have, like, family or anything to be like, hey, you didn't fulfill my request, could you just be like, eh, I don't know. This I think it depends because, like... You sometimes if it's in the will, you would have to contest it, and that would take years. So it's like, what do you do in that? Exactly, like, like those people what's... you see on the internet, the ones that are like, "Oh, this guy is dead. They embalmed him, and he's propped up in the middle of the living room for his wake." Yeah. If I showed up to a wake, I immediately I no longer know you. You are no longer a friend or relative to me. We're done. <laughs> If you if I come in and you were propped up like a Barbie doll, just eh, in the middle of the kitchen, hard pass. Sometimes that is a little odd, but I mean, I get, I don't, I don't know. I can't think of another. Thing I'm sorry, like, I, positive, like a positive very, swing on that. <laughs> stigmatizing death or whatever. Um, sorry, Caitlin Doherty, I love you, but I cannot deal with that. <laughs> a dead body inside of the home. <laughs> so, but from there. Henry pretty much tells Jamie that that was the story, you know, that's what, that's what happened, you know, and Jamie's like, well, wait, where's the theater? And he ends up going to this, the theater that's on the lake. He goes in there and he's just perusing around the, the theater, you know, trying to find any kind of clues or anything of what's going on. From that, I'm trying to... He, he goes to the theater, he doesn't really find a lot. Yeah. But he does see, like, a back room um, in the top that she 
was it was her like her uh, journals yeah. of how she was going to create the perfect doll and he looks through it and you see all of these designs that she had which was really cool I love the idea that she was like creating these things and I love the idea that it was done I hate the execution oh yeah <laughs> I bet I hate that they came to life and I hate <laughs> I hate ventriloquist dummies <laughs> Yeah, that's right. So she he starts finding all of her journals and everything else, and then he ends up finding newspaper clippings of the missing boy, and he realizes what the name is. That's it's Michael Ashen. That's my last name. Hey, I'm an Ashen. Jamie Ashen. Spooky fans. There's a connection. So he leaves the theater and goes straight to his dad and is like, What's the story? What's going on? What the hell? Like, What's the hot goss? What's what, the 411, Dad? Why are we connected to whatever Mary Shaw is or whatever happened? And then his dad goes into the story of what happened to uh, to his great uncle. Great uncle. His yeah. great, yeah. I just want to say. Great uncle, yeah. White people in the 30s and 40s were wilding out. They were out of control with the vigilante <laughs> justice. Well, I mean, it's, I don't know. I mean, if you're not getting... No, I'm not going to say if you're not getting justice for what you want, go do, go take care of it yourself. Batman's people out there, don't do it. Yeah, don't. This isn't the Be purge. cautious. But, no, no, I mean, I get it. It was back in the day when you wanted something done, you wanted something done now. But as we've seen in Nightmare on Elm Street, that doesn't always work. It never works out in your favor. No, no. Deals um, with devils and all that good jazz. The town gathers together and... Well, no, no, not the full town. Just the Asher men. Oh, I thought he said there were other people in the town that did it and as well. And a few other, yeah, a few others that were in the town. Well, they, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off either. You're fine. But, yeah, it's the Asherman and a few other people from the town. They all get together and they go and pretty much ransack Mary Shaw's house and makes her scream. And while they're pretty much, like, torturing her, they rip out her tongue and kill her. And that's how she... Air quotes, die. She was the ventriloquist who lost her voice. Yes, exactly. So, and then she ended up, she she died. I mean, (laughs) I I, I I think that happens when you get your tongue cut out. Yeah, I'm not a doctor, but. But, uh, you know, and then from there, Henry starts to show her, or not, sorry. Sorry, I got, I got sidetracked on everything else. So from there, that's whenever Jamie was like, okay, what, what the hell? You know, like, I. I don't know what to do. I need to find out who killed her, who sent me Billy, who sent me all this stuff, and find out what's going on. So he storms out of there. And right before he gets a chance to leave, um, Detective Lipton shows up at his house and pushes him pretty much. And he's like, hey, you need, you're, you're coming with me now. We're taking you in. I don't care. I can't find all these 101 dolls that you said this lady has. I've been digging all day. You know, you're coming over here. And just then... Just then, we get a phone call from from Henry. Who is now calling and saying, oh, I found everything. I have the proof that your your wife was murdered by Mary Shaw. Mm-hmm. Meet me at the theater. Mm-hmm. And so Jamie's like, cool, I'm going to the theater. Pushes down Captain Lipton and pretty much drives off in the sunset. Yeah. But what they don't know was actually earlier that night while Jamie was talking with his dad, Henry... Ends up getting murdered. By Mary Shaw. By Mary Shaw. Which is really creepy. Yeah, she crawls out of the darkness in his basement and I almost left. Yeah. And, okay, this part here, I was like, uh, okay. But I understand her ability now. 
It kind of goes into a little bit more. A ventriloquist can throw their voice and everything else. Mm -hmm. Well, how does Mary Shaw... How is Mary Shaw able to sound like so many different people? She eats their tongues. She ate their tongues. So that's why their mouth and everything looks like it got ripped out. Because... They took her tongue and she's taking theirs. And she's taking theirs. Your voice is now my voice, is what she says right before she kills uh, Henry. And you see her in the background because the camera only focuses like on Henry's face and eyes, and you can tell like he's like choking on his own blood. Yeah, pretty much. And in the backdrop, you see her kind of fuzzy, where she has his tongue and she like puts it down her mouth, and her giant tongue that comes out is just a collaboration of multiple. Different tongues, tongues just from, stuck together. It's so gross. Oh, it reminded me of something from like Resident Evil. Uh huh. Like oh, a liquor, like Nemesis kind of thing with the. Oh, it was bad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, liquor. Yeah, exactly. And so we go back now to Jamie. He's now gotten back to the theater. Captain Lipton is there, following him suit, and they're kind of going through everything like that. They get into Mary Shaw's room. And that's whenever Jamie finds out that there's like a hidden wall. Th- this that was, was so cool. cool. It reminded so me cool. of the labyrinth. Me too. So he's looking at the wall and it's pinstriped wallpaper. And he tells the detective, hold my lamp and I'm going to go look at this. And he walks up to it and it looks like he walks through the wall. But there's just an alcove and a whole hallway behind it that because of the way the, the wallpaper is, is hidden. Yep. So it looks like he disappears. And they walk into this room and see a ventriloquist doll is laying. It, it's on the floor. It's on and the floor. And the detective is like, I'm so sick of seeing these. I've seen these dolls and throws it over his shoulder. From when he does that, he accidentally hits this wall that was covered by this velvet drape kind of thing. And well, the drape falls down, showing off every 100. All 101 of the dolls. All 101 of the dolls. And both him and Jamie are like, what the fuck is all this? Like, I'm sorry, that's terrifying. No, a hundred, one dummy is too many. (laughs) And so from there, they kind of are looking at these dolls and kind of just seeing, you know, what the hell's going on? What's happening? What's, what is all this? Because now the dolls start moving. And Captain Lipton's like, okay, how are you doing this? You know, this is, this can't be real. And from when the dolls start moving, we see that there's... Actually, no, right. Sorry. Sorry, Spooky fans. I'm jumping around. Before they move. Right before they move, they find a dead body. A life-size mannequin or Mm -hmm. a ventriloquist dummy of Michael It was actually Michael Ashen that she took, she kidnapped, and she tried to make him into an actual ventriloquist doll. The perfect doll. The perfect doll. So that's where the... And Jamie's like, hey, I think we just solved a 70-year-old cold case. You know, and that's when the dolls start moving. That's when the dolls start moving because they're like, "What the hell?" And they all look towards this chair, and there's a fucking Pennywise the Clown looking motherfucker. Ah, I was gonna say you caught that chair. You caught that good. And it's Mary essentially toying with them, um, telling them, "Well, here I am," and. And Jamie calls her out, and he is like, "Mary Shaw, I know it's you." And she's like, "Oh, you're smart. Okay, you know yeah, what's you're going not on. So dumb you're now, so are dark. you? Yeah." And he goes, "What are you doing?" Like he, you know, he was kind he's of smart, and he's trying to get answers. You know, trying to figure out what's going on, talking to the spirit again of like, "Hey, how how can we put you to rest?" Kind of thing. Yeah. 
And so she's like, come closer, come closer and I'll tell you and everything. And she starts to tell him that, you know, they silenced me. All the Asher men silenced me. So now I must silence them. It's just part of, it's just part of everything, you know? And he was like, then why go after my wife? You know, I'm the last Asher man. And she goes, you weren't. The last Asher man was inside your wife. Mm-hmm. We find out that Lisa was pregnant. Yep. That's why she went after her And her then first. Mary Shaw sticks her tongue through the back of the dummy and out the mouth of the clown. Yep. So gross. That was really gross. Her multitudinal dimensional tongue. <laughs> it was so bad. So Jamie kind of recoils. He backs up and he's like, fuck this. I know how to solve this. He takes his lantern. No. The police officer has his gun and shoots the clown doll in the face. Right. Which causes Mary to run away. To, um, to pretty much vanish and it's the buckshots. And she starts to possess the other dolls. Like her mm-hmm. face is coming out of the dolls and he just shoots them individually. And then... Uh, yeah. And then that's when Jamie Jamie's makes like, that realization that she's living through the dolls. Because again, as we know, spooky fans, if you're a spirit, you can connect yourself with something... An object. An object or a thing if you have a lot of passion for it or whatever when you die. So she connected her spirit and her soul to all 101 dolls. She was like a badass Voldemort. Yeah. She had 101 Horcruxes. I mean, all in the same spot, but... Yeah, whatever. she didn't spread them out, but yeah. she tried. She Yeah, yeah, she tried. I, I'll, I'll, I'll give her props for being a good villain. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So Jamie throws the lantern and pretty much starts catching all of the dolls on fire. And while they're running away, the catwalk that they went over to kind of get to Mary Shaw's um, place, her... Like secret apartment on the top of the theater. Yeah. Starts going out and Captain Lipton ends up falling. And while he falls, he opens his mouth and screams. Well, here comes Mary Shaw. This was so cool. Grabbing him like freaking Tarzan out of... Batman style. Yeah. Swoops out of nowhere. Rips out his tongue and you just see him like appear out of the... Have you ever seen the Spongebob movie? No. Okay, and the Spongebob movie... You say that, and there's, like, been people that have already told me that I'm supposed... That they're going to sit down and tie me to a chair until I watch it. There's a scene where Spongebob and Patrick go to buy ice cream from this little lady, and it turns out to be the tongue of this giant sea monster. And that's what this reminded me of, is he was, like, the tongue. He flops out of the curtain and, like, zooms up to be eye level with Jamie. And Jamie's like hanging there defenseless while this tongueless tongue body yeah, is accosting him. Yeah, like just looking at him and stuff. Well, Jamie loses his grip and he falls and he almost, almost, he almost screams, screams. But he covers his mouth because good for you, Jamie, and falls through the floor and into the, uh, into the lake. Yeah, the, it's like the basement flooded or also yeah. the lake was just there. Yeah, I wasn't quite I, sure. I'm gonna what go that with the, the basement flooded because the building now it is kind of dilapidated, so maybe it kind of fell into each other. Water damage, something yeah. happened. The water levels rose. Yeah, yeah, very much so. So he swims through and he pretty much makes it out, and he starts thinking, you know, okay, hey, I burned all the dolls. I I got I got it all finished, and he uh, he's like, wait, no, 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 no. there was missing one, and he remembers Billy. Henry has Billy. Mm-hmm. So he drives now to uh, to the funeral home where we find Miriam crying over Bill, or Henry's dead body because his mouth got taken 
and he's dead now, you know? And Jamie's like, where's the doll? Where's the doll, Miriam? Tell me, you know, what happened? And he, and Miriam goes through everything and says, your father took it. Mr. Ashen took the doll. I heard him talking to the doll and I saw someone take it. Well, how did he steal it? He's wheelchair bound, Ruben. It was him. I heard his voice. Hmm. Keywords there. Keywords. Hmm. So, Jamie drives back to now where his the dad Ashen is. Residence. The Ashen residence. And of course, at this current moment of time, there's no, uh, there's nobody there at the house. It's all weird and, cr- and crazy. And he finds a baby crib. With Billy with laying Billy in it. With Billy laying in it. And you know, he's a right, right when he's about to grab Billy, Mary Shaw appears and pretty much rushes him. Well, Jamie grabs the, grabs Billy and throws it in the fire. She does the epic supernatural uh, ghost whale whale thing kind of thing. And, no! Yeah, and you see her pretty much like poof, poof away, you know, and you're like, oh, okay, cool. She, he won. He beat her. And then from there, we see Mr. Ashen in the wheelchair a couple of feet away, not able to move. And he's like, Dad, like, what, what's wrong? So he gets up closer to him. And as soon as he touches him, his head fall the Mr. Ashton's head falls down, and you see that his back has been cut open and there's a and like hollowed out and stick there's a, in it. Yes. And he's been made to be a doll. My exact response was this, I you can see in my notes, is I just typed WTF like fifteen times. Because <laughs> Holy shit fuck, you did. <laughs> what the fuck was this ending? Yeah. Where it turns out that Ella was Mary Shaw the entire time. Mm-hmm. She ended up creating the perfect doll. The perfect and it was life, Mr. Life Ashen. Doll. Oh, it was Ella. And Ella got close to Mr. Ashen and made him into her one of her dolls. Oh, so creepy. Yeah. And through all of this, Jamie like freaks out and starts to scream. And that's whenever they rip out his tongue, too. And that's actually exactly how the movie ends. And that's, and that's how the movie ends. And you hear Jamie kind of going over everything again of the, the fairy tale. Mary Shaw... Had no children, children only dolls. dolls. If you see her in your dreams, make sure that you uh, you do not scream. Yeah. You know? Because she'll get your ass. Yeah, pretty much. And again, that's how the movie ends. So, Spooky fans, I hope you enjoyed our, our rendition of this movie. No, I'm just kidding. But, um, but no. Okay, so a couple things really quick. I want to give my rating first, and then I'll kind of go into some uh, some trivia and some little snippets. Okay. okay. I give this movie a, a four. Oh, okay. Okay. As much crap as it gets, or as you Google it, it has a horrible rating. Now, there is some stuff in this movie that I was not a big fan of. I, I, I agree. But I felt like the storyline, the premise, the the design was pretty good yeah i thought it was actually really really interesting especially since we hadn't really seen anything like that with dolls since child's play yeah it was one of the the, original child's play too yeah it was one of the newer like inanimate object doll movies yeah very much so so one of the things that i did not like i forgot to go with the did not like stuff first before i go into the like stuff one of the things i didn't like about the movie was that the whole movie is freaking covered in blue screen in, in a blue filter. It's oh a blue my filter god! It's so dark. That's what it, I mean. That's what the blue filter is supposed to do. It's supposed to make it feel like you're. It's nighttime when yeah. you're filming in the daytime. Yeah. But legitimately, the whole movie is in a blue filter. And it's not as bad as Twilight, but it's bad. Oh my god! I was getting annoyed because I was like, "Why does he look like a blue? He looks like he has a blue hue to him the whole time." Yes. 
And I'm like, I know he's a lot brighter than that. The thing that got me was the lantern that he uses. You just find this lantern at this abandoned theater and it lights perfectly fine, but it's a halogen bulb. But then when you throw it, it's suddenly a gas lamp. What is the truth? I don't know. Okay. I didn't think it was a gas lamp. I thought it was a halogen kind of thing. And when he threw it, the bulb shattered and ended up creating a spark and causing those old, wrinkly, dry clothes and sheets and everything that's in those cabinets to catch on fire. I Possibly. mean, we've seen electrical fires all the time. We have, yes. So, I, I don't know. I, I feel like that's a, that's a big thing. But, like I said, some of the other stuff that I really enjoyed was, again, the story of it. I did like the twist. I did like at, that at, twist at ending. End, you know? Because you weren't expecting that. I wasn't expecting for the dad to be a full ventriloquist. I want to say that was probably my favorite part of the movie. Really? Was the twist ending. Nice. Very cool. The, uh, oh, okay. So on this, did you happen to see? So one of the trivia things that that I, I remember seeing is we talked about at the beginning. You saw his dad for the first time. And you're like, Jesus Christ, this man looks like he's about to die. Yeah, he looks... He was already dead. He's been dead the he's entire He's been dead movie. the whole time. And if you notice, every single time that you look at him, he looks like he's already been dead. Yes, because the last time his, he talks to him before he, everything goes to shit, it, he looks bluer yes. than he did at the beginning of the movie. Exactly. So it's his body still decaying and everything, too. So I wonder how long he was dead for. Right? That's what I want to know. I'm like, ooh. Did they make a sequel? They were going to, but there was a lot of pretty much just bad reviews and bad trash talk about the movie. So the person that was going to direct the second one backed out and was like, nah, I'm good, son. Mm. Don't want to. And uh, But the other thing that I was going to say, one of the other things I was going to say was actually bringing back up your three-piece suit. Why was the dad in a three-piece suit? Because dummies wear three-piece suits. Exactly. I, I, I got it at yeah. the end of this movie. Uh-huh. Like, when it was revealed, I was like, uh... Yeah, because he was, he was one of her dummies. He was one of her dolls. I would be so pissed off from beyond the grave if you killed me and made me into a ventriloquist dummy and I would, then dressed me like that. I would never. <laughs> no, just in general. But I mean, anybody, yeah, in general. anybody did that to me. You're getting haunted as fuck. <laughs> One of the other things that I thought was actually really cool was there's two different renditions of the, the, the song fairy tale thing in this movie. Really? Yes. So the first one actually goes with um, with the theatrical trailer that they released before they finished the movie. Ooh. Yeah, they released the trailer and was like, cool, here's the trailer. This is what we're going to. We just have to finish, you know, finish a few more things on the movie and then it'll be set and ready to go. Well, the uh, the line as it as it were to be said is where is it? I had it. Oh, here it is. Um, so the the one that we heard all the time was "Beware the stare of Mary Shaw. She had no children, only dolls. And if you scream, or if you see her in your dreams, be sure never ever scream." Okay, that's okay. the one that's in the actual movie. Right. In the trailer, it was this one though. Um. Beware the stare of Mary Shaw. She had no children, only dolls. And if you see her, do not scream. She'll rip your tongue out at the seams. I like that one better. Yeah. But they took it out because, again, they didn't want to give out too much of the movie away. Because, yeah. Because the whole ripping, you know. So, which, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I like it better. I I do like the second one better. I do like the second one a lot better. And I feel like that actually brings more spookiness to the movie more horror and gore 
I feel like. I feel like movies that have those little things, like The Nightmare on Elm Street, you know, the whole the one-two countdown thing? Yes. Makes it creepier, because you hear it, and you're just like... Hit me with something creepy and original. No. Don't hit me with a slowed-down version of a pop song. I need something oh, yeah. like... This is very yeah. interesting. Not like... I love the nursery rhyme kind of thing of it. Yeah. Yeah. But make it interesting to me. Don't yeah. just make it... Exactly. Oh, this is a little twist No, make it good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then the other snippet that I had for it was this movie was dedicated to uh, Greg Hoffman. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was one of the creators of right creators. Um, was he the creators or was he one of the directors? The... But he he was associated with the Saw movies. Yes, Saw one and okay. two. And again, that's where we kind of see uh, Lieutenant Lipton in those Saw movies. But there's a Saw doll in the movie. Too. Whenever they reveal all of the hundred um, and one dolls in the in the caskets and everything like that, you can see the saw doll, the saw doll, the saw doll there on the side, sitting in one of the chairs. Creepy. Yeah. Who's the producer, by the way? Oh, okay, producer, producer. And then again, we had the Pennywise doll and some of the other uh, ventriloquist dolls that were in there were actually famous ventriloquist dolls from past and TVs. Interesting. The one that Detective Lipton threw, that was actually the the dummy, um, Jimmy Nelson's dummy doll, um, Danny O'Day. Really? Yeah, from uh, from the Black and White TV show whenever I he was I wonder if Howdy Doody was in there. I have, uh, no, I don't think so. But, yeah, oh, it's a, re- it's a replica of it, but it was that doll that, you know, Yeah, that so you people that would... It had a bunch of Easter eggs for some of those old TV shows of famous ventriloquist dummies. If you yeah. had watched them, it was you would know. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. Like I said, I give this movie a four. I say this one's actually a pretty good one to to watch. I would say watch that night to yeah. amp up that scare factor because who isn't scared of dolls? Literally everyone is scared. I of mean, dolls. I yeah. That is one of the creepiest things ever is to see one of those dolls move and you're like. Although, do you remember <sighs> there was a brief time? When Hot Topic had these dolls that were the Living Dead dolls, yes, I loved those so much. Yeah, I mean I you can still one. find those. I don't know, but I feel like doll movies like this, yeah. Child's Play and stuff, really do amp up that. that it's the that creep factor. It's the something being created to be fun and entertaining and being murderous. Hell, Annabelle and um, I, I Robert. always, uh, I always get freaked out when to say his name. But yes. sorry, Robert, we didn't ask for permission. Uh, stop it <laughs> but anyways yes you know some of those doll stories are i don't know i find those ones to be really effing true yeah, like for sure like those people that always send letters about you know nah, we took a picture didn't ask for permission i ain't messing with any of that yeah no true. if we were to go to florida i am not i would not even go to that that uh that place I'm that sorry. house no i think we've been by it though when we went to key yeah, west yeah, it's yeah. in key west because it, well, it's a museum and yeah we went past it and i was like nope 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 <laughs> i'm out i'm getting back on the boat and i'm out <laughs> when we went on that cruise that was fun but uh but yeah okay so what about you what else did you see did you have any anything else for the movie no um my rating was a three okay uh three victims um I don't know what I wanted it to like. I always I try to say something I would have changed about it. Mm-hmm. There's nothing I would have changed about it. It it's just a three. Yeah. I don't know how to say no, it. No, it, I mean that's okay. It's a three. Yeah, it's okay. It's good. I recommend y'all watch it, um, especially in the dark. This would be a good one for one of those nights when you and your friends want to watch something and you want to be engaged in it, but you also kind of want to talk during it. Yeah, this is. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and throw this part out there. This is a good 
get your teenager ready for some extra horror movie stuff. Yes. You know what? Hey, I'm, I want a horror movie for my teenager and stuff like that. Go with this one. This is a good intro this, to horror yeah, movie. There's not really like any big... I mean, it's more gruesome than any kind of... Yeah, there's no cussing, which yeah. surprised me. Because I would have dropped at least four F-bombs. I've dropped four in this episode alone. Pretty much. But yeah, so I, I don't know. I would... Oh, we should let Julian watch it. That'd probably be good. Jessica would probably be yeah. My sister would probably be just really upset. But anyways. <laughs> um, so yeah, so you gave it three. Okay. Huh? Like I said, we watched this movie. I, I own this movie. But you can watch it in other places, so uh, check it out. Let us know what you think. Spooky fans, uh, don't forget to check us out on Facebook also. Let us know. and Like, review, subscribe. We're definitely going to be having some some really cool things coming up in the next month, because next month is Halloween Spooky month. month. Spooky month. It's my month. It's, it's uh, my birthday month. So, woo! Super excited about that. Not telling you the day, but I'm sure you'll see it on Facebook, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. No, but let us know what uh, what you think. Give us a give us a shout out. Give us a review. If you got a movie that you want us to check out, check us out. And like I said, uh, get ready for some spooks, some thrills, and some fun in the month of October. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Do you got anything else? That's it. Awesome. So um, thank you for joining us and stay, stay spooky. spooky.